Britain is about to witness the birth of robot wars. They're still making final adjustments. Three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome to Activate the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the hitman, along with me as always. When he found out that there was a 10-bot battle royale in this series, his hard drive crashed and we had to reboot him. It's Robbie Harmlessly. Yep, I'm rebooted. I've forgotten everything. That's, it's all completely fresh and new. Great. I was going to try and imitate the Windows startup noise, but I managed to forget it. Isn't it like... Yeah, that's the one. Sounds like that, I think. Yeah, that's the one. But through, like, bad 90s speakers, so it's like... like (laughs) That's how I remember it, anyway. Oh, yeah. New series. Again. Again. The second one for this year. It's only been six months since the last season. 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 (laughs) Season is the word. I was mixed up. I was trying to say series and season at the same time. And it came out as... Season. 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 (laughs) Because, well, we're in the UK, we used to say series, but now we're going more towards season, like the Americans do. Yeah. And on the website, it's and everywhere, it says season. Well, it is a new season, technically, in the year. So it is the second season in which they've put a Robot Wars series on TV. In 2017. So yeah, this is 2017 series two, new (laughs) series three, or main series ten. We'll call it 10 because we're going to review the old classics and therefore... It'll just get complicated otherwise. Yeah, Yeah. if we have two season threes up, it's going to be mental. Exactly. Series X it is. Oh, that makes it sound way cooler. (laughs) Only only in the year 2000. That's one of those (laughs) things that... I'm surprised they didn't call the season in the year 2000 either... I think it was season four. No, season three, even. I'm surprised they didn't just outright call that Robot Wars 2000, like everyone else did with everything. Yeah, as soon as it... Yeah, I think it happened with wrestling, didn't it? WrestleMania WrestleMania 2000. 2000. Makes you wonder what happened to the previous 1,900 (laughs) and how many it would be. (laughs) I think, like, Will Smith released an album called Willennium. (laughs) I I know that's not the same thing, but I just wanted to say that. What else was there? Millennium by Robbie Williams. Yeah, yeah. He had to get on it as well, yeah. Everything was 2K. We're now just stuck with that now. 2K still hanging around. Everybody wanted to be obsessed with the fact that it was the year 2000. Yeah. Anyway, that has nothing to do with Robot Wars Season 10. So... (laughs) Shall we just jump into the bots? Yeah, we'll jump into the bots before we go over the new format and, of course, everyone's predictions. Oh, yeah. From Hazelmere, Saber Tooth, Drum Spinner. Wouldn't be extinct if they had a drum spinner. From Hemel Hempstead, Behemoth, Vipper. Established 1998, nobody mentioned Cherub. From Hereford, Donald Thump, Vertical Spinner. We build best bots, believe me, the best, bigly. From Conway, Apollo, Flipper. Looks like Team Apollo is blasting off again. Apocalypse, Axbot. Come on, though, it's not the end of the world. From Brighton, the Swarm, Cluster Bots. Can you weather the storm as four bots form the swarm? Wow, that was really difficult to say. You got it out in one take, though. I did, I did. Very impressive. Yeah. Just six bots per episode this season. 
like I said, we'll go over the new format after we've gone through the bots, so we'll explain well, all I that mean, later. I, technically, it's not it's not six bots, because one of them's four bots. I suppose, yes, yeah, ten bots this episode. <laughs> Is it? No, wait, nine. Nine bots. Nine bots this episode, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, the swarm is technically made up of six bots. We'll get into that when we talk about the swarm. Okay, okay, but, okay. <clears throat> let's start at... Same tooth? Yeah, saber tooth. Start from the top. I feel this is our competition. We are harder, we're hungrier, and we're eager to win. We've decided to go all out. We've got modular format, we've got more powerful drive, more powerful weapon. Everything is just... Right, what built. does module drive mean then? Modular. So yeah, mo- modular, the whole, modular drive. So the whole drive. robot's modular. So there's actually, we can change the parts out now really fast. That's our thing. So you're not going to be hammering away here through the night. No, you're no, no, just no. Swap it there's out. another robot under the vent. So a full robot? <laughs> there is a robot. Is your business still going? Oh, other people can do that. <laughs> okay. okay, so that's, that's, that's taken fine. care of. That's, this is the focus. This is the focus. Right. We put everything into it. I'd like to see um, us v Carbide in the final. We've got to win the series. Team Legion, as per usual. Their uh-huh. fans, of course, being the Legionnaires. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this is the best-looking Sabretooth yet. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to remember, last season was their first ever win of any kind with Sabretooth. This looks like a decent enough competitor, would you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks much more invertible. Yeah. Do you um, know what I mean? It looks quite balanced, which is nice. And, I mean, you could argue the wheels are exposed, but... They're not really that exposed. Not that badly, enough to be invertible. And one thing to note, uh, it actually is definitely better invertible. Betterly invertible? I don't know. No <laughs> All right, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Thump, that is. Thump, yeah. that is. Not, not the politician. But yeah, this version is actually more easily controlled when it's inverted now, because the last version of it was kind of um, not domed, but the shape of it meant that when it was upside down, some of it would scrape along the floor and it wasn't as easily controlled. Now it's the same, essentially, both ways up. So the original design, it was, well, not the original, original design, but last year's design, it uh, almost implied that being invertible was an afterthought to the design. Whereas now the bot has been built around being invertible and being able to withstand a spinner attack. Yep, uh, the armor is probably the most major improvement on Sabretooth this year. 3.2 millimeter Hardox plus layered HDPE, that's Good plastic, we'll call it for now. An armoured panel on the top for um, against axe bots and angled sides to protect against spinners. So they kind of come out triangularly. So there's a, a lot less of a surface for the spinners to hit. And even if they do, if they get a chunk off, it's probably not going to be a major piece of damage, more aesthetic than anything else. So it can tank a hit. It can take damage, but keep going. And on top of this, they have brought a replacement part for everything. A plentiful amount of spares have been brought this time round, as running out of parts was a major issue last time. Mm. So, clever, they keep learning from their mistakes to Sabretooth, considering they essentially make a new robot every year. Since the new season started, it has been perfecting this one design. We've still got the traditional yellow and black aesthetic. And let's see what it says in the official Robot Wars handbook about Sabretooth. I think I'm going to do this for every robot from now on. Go for it. Sabretooth um, uh, has a picture from the season eight version, but I don't even know if any of the any of this is accurate here. Oh, so yeah, great from the official Robot Wars handbook, which doesn't specify each version from each season, just that they were in all of them. So, oh. yeah, so that was useful. Yeah. Uh, 
The drum itself, 7,000 RPM at 22 kilograms, three-toothed. I can't complain about that. That's a it's good a drum. beast, and you can't fault their dedication. And now they've got a taste for victory. I reckon they're, they're gunning for a proper whim. I reckon they've made a fairly traditional drum spinner well-optimized. Yeah. It may be a little less crazy-looking than other saber-tooths from the past, but this one probably has the best chance, I reckon. I reckon we're definitely going to see more victories from Sabretooth. Let's put it that way. Um, hashtag pray for Gabe. That seemed to work last year to give them their first win. So oh, we'll have to bust that hashtag out again. And they've gone up to 15 miles per hour from nine. So it's a faster oh, wow. bot. It's a more powerful bot. It's a more well-armored bot. It's a better bot when inverted. Not bad. I mean, this is what you do to stay in the series and not get re- rejected by yeah. keeping the same robot every time. They put a lot of effort in to make this a new Sabretooth. What's your general prediction for Sabretooth this episode? Just a sort of general thing, not your full... Sabretooth is in the running to take it, to take this episode. I agree. I haven't predicted them as my winner, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. They've been handed a tough heat. Hasn't everyone, though? Yeah, that is when true. When you look at the heats, this is, this is insane. <laughs> the roster this year is just Smaller nuts. roster, but intense. Yeah. All the way through, really intense. A lot less filler, I guess. Let's move on to probably the mascots of Robot Wars at this point. Mm-hmm. Every single iteration of UK Robot Wars since season two, it's Behemoth. Robot Wars would just not be Robot Wars without Behemoth. Good to see you back. Thank you. Let's just address a topic. You went viral. A crazy couple of weeks there, really. Yeah. You start turning up everywhere. You start turning up one of these kind of... Uh... I know. You look everywhere and there I am. So it's kind of like a very strange experience. Um, well, I don't think... want to repeat. <laughs> no, I can imagine. But it was genuine emotion. And I don't want you to walk out again. Whatever you no. do, because that's easy to, to misunderstand yes. the reasons oh, yeah, behind totally. it. Yeah. Literally, the word veteran specifically has to apply to them. 1998 was when they started. Had a couple of hiccups in the last series. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll learn from those mistakes. We should probably just get the whole point out of the way that would they have beat Cherub if they'd used the correct modification? They'd have stood a hell of a lot better of a chance with their scoop to just flip Cherub about. That was their problem yes, last Yes, that time. was their main yeah. problem. That was the big issue. That's but, what caused the controversy. So hopefully this time Ant is just going to be like, nope, I am making the final say on everything. Well, he seems to be the one who wanted to use the wise choice mm-hmm. rather than taking Cherub lightly, which I guess is what the rest of the team really did. They took it yeah. They took it lightly. They, they thought, underestimated. Yeah, they underestimated Cherub, which was the worst thing you could do, especially yeah. knowing Cherub coming from Team Saint. It's going to be well made. Mm-hmm. Should have known better. I can understand why he was angry. This is their 11th series, including the Extreme series. This is their 11th series they've been a part of. 11. Yeah. No other robot's been part of Robot Wars as much there have been teams that have appeared almost as much Mm -hmm. but no one robot nowhere near the running record 28 wins 18 losses not bad they've been up and down throughout all the seasons and hopefully this will be an up season for them i would not be upset at all to see behemoth go through god it'd be nice wouldn't it it'd be great it'd be great to see this odyssey this epic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go through into the finals and win the trophy <laughs> how I mean, long they've been trying for much like other bots in this series they are prepared for a spinner the front plow the side plating it's all in place probably mostly just so that they can tank a hit they tank hits pretty well to behemoth it's a well-named uh 
robot. Pneumatic scoop that can lift 250 kilograms. Mm -hmm. That's over double the weight of the heaviest robot, so Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about that. It's mostly similar to previous iterations, sure, but the pneumatic system's been reworked. Um, The interchangeable scoops are back. I don't (laughs) know if they've got that grabber one back, but they do have Mm -hmm. different types of scoop. One that's uh, more, like I guess you say, better for getting under and flipping. One that's more for tanking hits from spinners. Mm -hmm. And they've got an axe that they could put on optionally as well. Should they want to? Should they want to? It did used to yeah. have an axe. There was a version of Behemoth, I think, in the later original seasons that had an axe, which was just part of it. Now it's uh, an optional addition. So if they want to pop an axe on there, they've got that. What's your prediction? Are you going to reference the book again? Yeah. Every robot we've got to have a see <laughs> what it says in the official Robot Wars guide. Behemoth. Do you know what his super strength is? What? It can lift a car. It can lift a car. Mm. Yeah. I don't know whether that applies to this version specifically though, because it just has it just has Are we talking like a like a small car or just a car? It's a car, mate. I know cars have all shapes and sizes. (laughs) But it can lift one. I think it's irrelevant because if it can lift any car, it could definitely lift a bot. Exactly. It's gonna lift it's gonna be able to lift any of its opponents. Mm. It's a nice, powerful snowplow-like flipper. I, I mean, I still think that the actual lifting mechanism is secondary to the fact that the plow is the lifter, the scoop. It's so thick that it acts as a layer of armor. It's in a itself. shield, isn't it? It's exactly. a shield that flips, yeah. which Perfect. is beautiful. Yeah, I have high hopes. I hope Behemoth do well. I really, really, really do. Big time. I would be thrilled to see them go through. Does that mean I think they will? But I would be thrilled to see it happen. I really, they have my full support. Do we move on to the next part? Donald Thump. You've never seen a robot like this before. It's one of the greatest. It's so powerful. It's got wheels. It's got spinners. It's got weapons and metal. It's it's got all the bits. Okay. As a baby doctor, why aren't you? Studying, and it's why instead of you building I've, I've a robot. I've just finished. I finally, well, uh, after you, five years, knocked up a robot in the in the, uh, uh, well, in the you, couple of weeks. You've got to keep your mind off. You've got to do things to vary your palate, haven't you? Yeah. So this is my this is the thing I do to distract myself from the from the medicine. It's very different. Good God! So all I know about this robot, since I heard you did a bit of research, mm-hmm. previously known as Terrible. Eh, get it? Afraid get so. It, terrible. Yeah. Mm. Top speed, 5,000 RPM, 16 kilogram vertical spinning bar. Not bad. Takes two seconds to get to top speed. Not bad at all. And I know it originally had a mini bot named Nigel Barrage, which I would really like to see how that looks. Obviously, I think they got into a uh, situation with the weight. So maybe they planned on having a mini bot, a cluster bot to help them, but you've got to watch that weight limit. So, <laughs> let's talk about this deceiving-looking vertical spinner, shall we? So, yeah, originally they were going in with Terrible, and uh, were rejected. So, the reason they went in originally with Terrible is because they were worried that Donald Fump might prove too controversial to get them in. Maybe a bit too edgy. They ended up going back again, this time with a video package to uh, present the bot. 
and they were in character. <laughs> and they managed to sell the novelty crazy satire bot to the producers and get accepted. Does this mean there was another robot that was originally accepted that didn't get in? Or was this during the middle of like the whole accepting and the application phase so it didn't matter? I think it probably would have been one of those situations where they didn't make the cut, but then before they finalised the listing, they managed to make the cut. So it probably mm. was a pretty close shave on getting into the series. Yeah, I wonder who didn't make it in, in place. Uh, probably Nigel Barrage. Poor Nigel Barrage. <laughs> Damn weight limits. Could you imagine the vision that would have came out at that point? <laughs> Donald Fump and Nigel Barrage coming out. Vertical spinner. Ability to self-write, which is interesting. Hell. Well, using the spinner itself? In theory, it can self-write. Okay, so it's using the spinner itself. So I'm assuming that implies that actually it is using the spinner to self-write. So if the spinner stops working, we're looking at a flippable bot. We're looking at a very flippable bot. And I'm not sure how much uh, how much space it's giving away to the ground, so it might actually be hugely susceptible to a flip. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to talk about how it looks? We've got to talk about how it looks. Okay, so they got, uh, they basically got cutouts of Donald Trump's eyes and lips, which are somehow instantly recognizable now, and put them on the front along with some straw hair, which apparently they're not going to be using for this series because it, it might get caught up in the spinner. I'm not sure how straw is threatening to a bar spinner, but I guess if there's enough of it, it might clog up and then it will just stop working. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It'll be, it'll be a terrible way to end if you think about it. You lose because your straw hair gets caught in your bar spinner. Mm. It's gold as well. Like Trump towers are gold. Everything Trump does is based around gold. His hair's gold. They've managed to really put on a great satire of Donald Trump. I don't know. Is it is it really edgy? Is it clever? Is it funny? It doesn't matter. It's a really good bot in design. Bar spinner. It's fun. It's our gimmick bot this episode, and most probably for the season, really. We don't see many of them anymore. I'm thinking, like, what have we had uh, in the latest series? We had Terra Turtle. We've had Terra Turtle. Uh, what else have we had? I mean, Nuts, they're kind of gimmicky. They yeah, have, they in have a, a way going. they are. Yeah, they're kind of novelty, kind of funny. But for the most part, people have been making very serious, sleek, practical designs. Mm. So what do you think, um, if I get out my Robot Wars, the official handbook? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's have a look. Shall we see what they have to say about it? What do you think its biggest weakness is? Other than the hair. Other than the hair. Mm. And the fact that it might be flippable. And the fact that it might be flippable. Three millimeter hard ox. Uh, will that tank a spinner hit? I don't know. There you go. Thin armor. That's its biggest yeah, weakness. see. Not good. Not good. Top speed. Now, this is a little irritating. For some reason, the book has gone in kilometres per hour. <laughs> so 25.5 kilometres per hour. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that compare to, say... Let's, let's see. What does it say for Apollo? It says Apollo's 32 and Apocalypse is 29. So mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. slower than other bots yep. in this episode <laughs> thanks handbook <laughs> really uh yeah 
really gave us the info we needed there. I mean, come on, it's like here and the United States, home of Donald Thump, that use miles per hour. Yeah. It doesn't use miles per hour in here. Nope. God damn it. They went for a very mainland European way of figuring it out. Oh, it has a little, um, it's like the guidebook has its own version of your little, uh, things, your, your little, um, they're not funnier than mine. Your little poems that you say. <laughs> they're not as clever as me. No, this one says a golden thwack of chaos. That's terrible. <laughs> no, no, that, that was the previous version. This is Donald <laughs> Thump. <laughs> Bigly. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. So what are your, you got more to say? You got more to say about Donald Thump that we haven't already said? No, I was just preparing to react to your, <laughs> to your question. <laughs> Wait, there's more. There's actually a surprising amount to say about this bot. It's it's pretty crazy. It's I like it. I don't think it's going to get that far. No, I'm impressed that it's not. It's not a terrible bot. Like I thought it was going to be. Usually, when you get a novelty bot in oh, this day awful, and age, yeah. they're usually awful because they're not practical. They're designed to uh, just look weird. But uh, if you took off the straw hair and the eyes and the lips and all of the gold, you've got kind of a practical bot. A nice, decent little um, vertical spinner. Um, the sort of vertical spinner you'd have seen in that Christmas special. You know, generic, yeah. standard, yeah. but effective and well built. Yeah, can't say there's anything terrible about it. I don't think it's winning. By God, what a situation we'd be in if it did. We'd have to go through all that again. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, let's talk about the big boy. Apollo. Apollo. I've decided to bring my brother along for the ride. He's a professional robot builder, so bringing in his expertise should make Team Apollo a competitive team once again. You've been wheeled in, jazz hands aside, to get Apollo back. Yeah, in on form yeah this is the difficult third album you know we've got to come yeah, back yeah, and prove yeah. ourselves it's fantastic to be team captain of your older brother growing up throughout the years he's always been the boss telling me what to do and i've always been given the hand-me-downs throughout the years so now he's got to listen to me he's got to stand there and watch me drive the robot and you better get used to it oh polo's mm. back and by god i didn't realize how much they've improved well i think they needed it after the uh absolute drubbing they got in the last series from carbide so, yeah. season eight they were the champions they were our inaugural modern robot wars champions last season season nine they made it to the grand finals based on being the wild card was it not yeah they got, they got back destroyed as well, by carbide because they shared a heat with carbide yeah and got a nine and got absolutely battered so they came back as zombie apollo for the wild card and did better than they should have even then but yeah, still yeah were not exactly great uh, in terms of its aesthetics looks the same pretty much new paint job still has the uh space chess look to it however yeah, yeah. the chassis has been completely rebuilt the drive system is new and a lot more powerful we're talking it's pushing power has gone from two horsepower to potential max of 22 horsepower cool and okay that's a potential maximum but even if it doesn't reach that, it's still a lot more than two. <laughs> the weapon has been considerably improved. It has an extra valve for increased flow by 50%. Crikey. The, <laughs> it's insane, this is. The flipper is a 100mm bore full pressure ram with five tons of force. <sighs> it is not just the same old, same old Apollo. 
this is a very heavily upgraded machine. Considering Apollo was one of the most successful and powerful flippers before, Hmm. look at how much more they've put into it. I went into this, saw Apollo there and thought, uh, you know, Champions Cup like last year, had a bit of a go last time, sort of. I was Hmm. expecting them to slowly not get worse, but slowly be more and more overpowered for each season until they're a normal competitor. Not progress. Not progress. Yeah. What's the degress? Is that... Unevolve? Unevolve. Devolve. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Nope. We've got something pretty damn serious here. Well, I mean, their team have had a bit of a shake-up, haven't they? Yep, we've still got Dave Young, and now it's uh, brother Alan Young with him. Uh, he's actually... Alan Young has been sort of a part of the team. Team Mad. Hmm. Actually, I think um, the A in Team Mad might even stand for Alan and the D for Dave. He just couldn't be a part of the team in the previous seasons mm. because he was involved in the production of the show. Ah, But now it's just the two. It's the two brothers with a crazy, crazy good machine. Alan Young is like a solid roboteer engineer, so he, he's brought a lot to the table. So we've got the ever-dependable flipper. We've got very little to no ground clearance. Where I've got a thicker bot, a stronger bot. Faster bot, eight miles per hour faster from 12 to 20. <sighs> Gee. These are things that never seemed like an issue with Apollo, yet they've still improved them. Exactly. That's how you get ahead of the competition. It is. I would say one of its, not a weakness, but something you should always worry about with Apollo is that there is a big target on Apollo's back, not just for the other competitors, but the house bots kind of do have it in for Apollo now. That's true. But the- did Apollo really get much of a showing? No, nope, but house robots do you remember the time? house bots doing their attack? Oh god, yes, a yeah. lot like eight Apollo alive yep. last once, season. Once Apollo was incapacitated and the uh, buzzer had gone, the house bots did actually have a a post bell assault. But maybe this new, more powerful Apollo could even best Sir Killalot. I was about to say they're three out of four. Are they going to make it a full house? Like a full house. They should bring back Sergeant Bash only once Apollo's flips a kill a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, reintroduce him. <laughs> so he can do a little running. Revenge. <laughs> he comes out from under the floor. That'd be like amazing. Like Kane in fire because his oh thing's fire. That'd be so cool. <laughs> I, have, I think Apollo are going to win this. Yeah, Apollo have right got it in the it. bag. Yeah. I don't know. Are we being way too confident? Because I just heard myself say it. I just said Apollo's got it in the bag. But you don't know. You really don't We've know. We've still got two bots to talk about. I'm going to go ahead and say I could almost guarantee Apollo will be in the top three for this episode. Yeah. Oh, that that's uh I cannot see them at least not making it to the yeah. ten bot rumble. I think that is an absolute given. Yeah. Apollo, big time players with a flipper machine that God could win the show again if it's yeah. as good as what it sounds on paper. This is a big time contender. They could have just given up and gone use the same robot every year and they haven't, so but they did get destroyed. They've got to up their game. Hopefully because these upgrades have done that. We will, we will soon find out. They're not sharing a heat with Carbide, but if all goes as people expect, they will still have a match against Carbide. Oh, it'd be nice. It'd be nice for Carbide versus Apollo to be the, the match that, that defines yeah. the reboot of Robot Wars. The five the, star. The, the rivalry. The rivalry. It really is. is the rivalry, yeah. isn't it? It is big time at this point. Okay, so... We could go on all night about Apollo, but let's talk about Apocalypse. Ed, you're the captain of a team in which your boss is also appearing. That's correct. And yes. your boss's son. Yes. That's an interesting dynamic. Yes, it's uh, it's working okay so far. I've got 16 years of experience. 
my teammates are newbies and there is a very steep learning curve for them. Can I talk to your boss for a second? Of course you can. It's gone. It's an intriguing kind of role reversal that you've let your, a junior member of your team take control of this robot. Oh, but I'm just a slave today. But it was all Ed's idea, so... <laughs> oh, the, the sheer washing your hands of this failure before oh, yeah, it even I'm happens. Yeah. I'm quite happy with the role reversal at the moment. <laughs> And by Monday, then they come in. And oh, yeah, we yeah. need to go back the other way around, then. You know what? I kind of like the look of Apocalypse. It's I don't very, know why. It's very Meccano, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a very metal plating. Fairly short front wedge box. It's a small wedge on the front, mostly a box, with an axe on the top and two horizontal grabbers, which are basically horizontal axes, that will keep their opponent in place while the axe comes well, down yes. and hits. And these uh, grabbable arm things are actually very powerful in their own right. 60 kilograms of force, 87 to 117 PSI. Not like these aren't crusher powerful, oh, but these no, no. are more than enough to keep their opponent in place for long enough for them to get a hit off the, on their axe. Exactly. Which is exactly what they're there for. This is a entire team of engineers. So we've got one of those bots that are very uh, well-built, let's say. Yeah, the team is called Asgard. Very nice. And the axe can hit, get this, with the strength of an elephant. That's kind of... <laughs> oh, an elephant's what? How big of an elephant? A yeah. baby elephant? An adult elephant? An Indian elephant? An African elephant? Who's... An elephant's foot? An elephant's trunk? An elephant's ear? Well, I wouldn't like to get hit by an elephant's ear. <laughs> I wouldn't, but I'd rather it than its foot. Good point. <laughs> They've got a uh, connection to Carbide, the team. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, they do. Um, Their previous bot, Turbulence, was actually built by none other than Dave from Carbide. And that bot won the Unaired 2016 pilot. Nice. I'd like to see that. Yeah, that's That'd a That'd make a great lot. bonus episode yeah. to do, to see the 2016 Unaired yeah, that'd pilot. that'd be kind of interesting, wouldn't it? That'd be really interesting yeah. to see. Let's see what the book says about Apocalypse. Come on, official handbook. Right, actually, I know I'm getting modern information because it is a new robot. Yep. The little uh, description we've got. Let's see how it rivals yours. What was yours again? Um, it's not the end of the world. I prefer that. This just says the strength of an elephant. What is the Does obsession it? with elephants? <laughs> So the website, the official RobotWars.tv website mentioned elephants. Mm -hmm. The book's mentioning elephants. Yep. There is nothing about Apocalypse that mentions an elephant. Wait, let me check the Haynes manual. Maybe oh, that's God, if they mention elephant as well, I'll scream. There's nothing about Apocalypse that implies elephant. There's no elephant design to it. It's called Apocalypse, not, uh, yeah. not um, it's got, Mastodon um, or anything like that. nuclear mushroom cloud explosions designed onto it. It's not got an elephant on it. Yeah, it just says elephant. No, it doesn't say anything. Oh, the Haynes <laughs> manual's gone a little more serious. <laughs> oh, where did they get elephant from? I don't know. I'm wondering what... what I want to know what that means. What power? Because if it's got the crushing power of an elephant, then actually is, it might as well do away the, with the axe and just crush things because that's a lot the of power. power of the elephant, according to this. Okay, it's so the, the axe hits like an elephant. An elephant doing what? Well, stamping its feet, I would assume, because there's nothing else about an elephant that... Unless oh, yeah, it, I, I mean, it can hit, it can hit you with the trunk. That's probably enough to break a rib or something. But we're talking about, you know, crushing an axe that comes downwards. So I'm assuming it comes down with the strength of an elephant's foot. Well, that's a lot. What do you reckon its biggest weaknesses, according to the book and the website, actually, if I say the same thing? Maneuverability? Yeah, lack of mobility. Yeah, I see. That's it. Which makes me interested to see how it moves. I'm guessing it doesn't have a zero turning circle. 
Oh, we would have done terrible in season two. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the season of the turning circles. The turning circle season. Oh, yes. So how do you like them? What do you reckon? I reckon they'll do better than people think. I don't think they're um, winning the episode necessarily. But I don't know. I like axe bots. I yeah. like seeing an axe bot do well. I feel like I've said about everyone on this episode so far, yeah. I have high hopes for them, but they're all really good robots. Yeah, so this is a great lineup. I'll anyway. just go ahead and say they are in my top three. Yeah. As a bit of a wild card. That makes sense. All right. Let's move on to the final bot, or should I say bots? Oh! Because it's Swarm! Concept for the Swarm came from the fact, as a child, I saw bees swarming around a wasp. That was an effective tactic. My father was a beekeeper. He didn't keep one or two hives. We had 70 in the back garden. <laughs> I wanted to be upbeat about it. It was hell. It really yeah. was. The whole thing about the bees and the swarm, how does that work tactically when you get into the arena? We can choose any four of our machines. We have five here. So if we need a spinner killer, okay. it's here. We can choose... The swarm. A four-bot cluster in its own right. So we've got duck, the yellow flipper. Yep. Blender, the yellow bar spinner. Yep. Pinza, the black pincer. And sky, which is some sort of windmill. <laughs> yes. Sky, blue... Anti-spinner windmill. Basically, they've taken a tire, flattened it out, cut mm -hmm. it up, put those pieces around it. So it's almost like a, not really a bumper car, but that's the idea of it. Almost. Yeah. It's going to get in the way more than anything and push things about and just be there annoying. So which of these bots is actually the bot that does the damage? Blender, the bar spinner. I mean, pincer could, I mean, I suppose if it ran into things quick enough. I don't actually see the little pincers grabbing anything because they're no. quite small unless they get a wheel i mean in theory they could get a wheel duck i mean a wedge with a flipper whether the flipper's going to be powerful enough to really do anything i don't know but again it could it could have an effect it could be a nuisance bot i reckon most of these are a nuisance bot with blender being the one to try and come in and take out a wheel or something mm. that's going to be the main that makes sense yeah that's yeah. going to be the sort of the focus of it disorientate them then get Blender in to start hitting the killing blows. The team behind it are Team Big Brother. Behind the robots, Big Brother and Bigger Brother, some of the most successful robots in Robot Wars history. This is completely different to their previous robots, however, because those robots were all strong flippers. Bigger Brother in particular, very, very successful in a couple of seasons. And they also entered with Orte in season eight, which didn't do very well. But the swarm totally, totally out of the blue something completely different it actually consists of six robots not four so but what that are the other went two? um you know what i'm not sure i've not seen the other two so what two. happens to the other two where are they exceeds the weight limit of course it does so they do technically have two spares whether if one gets a totally annihilated whether they can use the spares i don't know because i mean you can use spare parts so why can't they just use their yeah, spare technically yeah. counts as a spare part spare it's not cluster. like they're replacing the whole bot anyway is it that's true they're, they're, they're replacing, replacing a fraction a, of a part of the bot in you know, in the same way that if you got Megazord and you lost <laughs> that dinosaur what? bit, <laughs> yeah, you could replace it with a different dinosaur bit. It's um, yeah. I'd, what are we to think that they built a handful of really good lightweights and they were like, "Hang on, guys, I've got an idea." They may have seen the success. Was it success of Crackers and Smash? I mean, they did all right. They actually did okay like, until was... you know they went flying through the air. But it was, but it was good. It was a it good, was good bot, yeah. and it was just a really popular bot, and it was a lot of fun. And I think, you know, sometimes we forget that some teams are in it because they enjoy it, 
and Swarm is definitely going to be a lot of fun to watch. They've actually um, collaborated with Team Terra Turtle to enter a cluster bot into the Chinese King of Bots tournament. Oh, and man. that bot, I believe, three of the bots are blenders, and then one of them's just one of the others. I can't remember. There's three blenders, and then like one other. That is awesome. Which I think is pretty cool. Such a good idea. The real big thing with the swarm, three out of four of the bots needs to be immobilized. I think this could mean we see a lot of judges' decisions with them. Yeah. So like you say, so the rules are they're easily uh, abused when it comes to cluster bots. You have to have destroyed, is it over three quarters of a bot? In the same way that Crackers and Smash was clever enough to do that. It was, so yeah, manipulate it's all very... the weight. They found a way of manipulating the weight, which means that to win the match, you have to have destroyed three out of the four. Man, this is going to be so weird to look at, especially during the, uh, are they, what are they doing, freeways at the beginning? Freeway matches at the beginning. Yeah. So when it comes to the freeways, one of these matches is going to have a grand total of six bots running around. It's crazy, isn't it? That's going to be so cool. Right, let's have a look in the official handbook. Okay, what do you think the Swarm Super Strength is? Um, numbers? <laughs> the numbers game? You think so? Apparently that um that duck, that flipper one, yeah. can flip a motorbike. <laughs> what? It's about as big as my laptop. How does it flip a motorbike? <laughs> well, if it can really do that, then it could be quite dangerous. Yeah. It could at least lift one of the robots, say, off the ground enough for the other robots to swarm it. Enough to cause problems. Yeah. That's what I think. I think this is going to win by causing lots of problems. In the same way that, like, one one bee isn't a problem. Four bees flying at you trying to kill you. Not that bees would. Maybe wasps. That'd be a better analogy. <laughs> Four wasps trying to get you is a lot worse than one wasp trying to get you. Exactly. Hence one hurts the four swarm damage you. Yeah. Oh, and of course, guess their, um, their little sentence, their little description they've given them. Oh, they something. tried to be like, oh, there's lots of these bots around. Look they, out. The power of four is what they've gone with. Yeah, that's not as good as mine. Mine rhymed. Those are our six robots. Six bots. Now, why are there only six bots? Well, there's only 30 robots entering this season as opposed to 40. Mm-hmm. We have a whole new system in place now let's see what the robot wars official handbook says obviously the previous two seasons it's been half of the competitors being eliminated Mm -hmm. in the first round yeah because immediately two robots would be eliminated in the four ways two four ways per episode meant four out of the eight robots were gone in a match or two matches technically now that doesn't happen you've now got two three-way group battles and the winner of each of those goes straight to the semi-final of this episode. The losers go to a loser's bracket called Redemption Knockouts. Basically meaning the losers have got to fight more matches than the winners of the three ways. Yeah, They go through their um, knockout round mm-hmm. and then we'll go to the semi-finals, the winners of those ones. Mm-hmm. One-on-one matches. And then you've got traditional semi-finals, two one-on-one matches. Mm-hmm where the top two go to the final of the episode and the bottom two fight for third place because second and third place of each episode will go through to a giant 10 robot melee to determine the, well, the wild card, so to speak. So it's now not based on a judge's choice. You fight for the wild card position. I think that's a lot better because it's less controversial. Yeah, there's not going to be any doubt in, in anyone's mind as to who 
should have gone through because it's a big fight. You win. And also, no countdown, no limits, <laughs> nothing. So it's just 10 robots enter, one robot leaves. We, of course, have experience of this. If any of you have watched Robot Wars from 1994, you will know that this is how the original champions, the South Bay Mauler, was crowned yeah. in a giant no limit, no time limit, all out mishmash of robots aimlessly wandering about. This is going to be a lot more intense. Oh, yeah. The quality of bots and what they're capable of is so destructive that the idea of putting 10 of them in the arena... Well, we say 10. Let's say the swarm go through to it. Oh, and God. crackers and smash. Oh, God. Nuts has little mini bots with it. You could see 20 robots out there, including <laughs> all the mini and cluster bots. <laughs> it could, could it's going to be... be absolute chaos. Oh, God. And I thinking? believe there will indeed be house robots in there as well. This is going to be the most ridiculous thing we've ever seen. It's going to be crowded. Yeah. Yeah. There is a change to the arena. Mm-hmm. Only a minor one. Um, obviously, last season, they introduced Rogue House Robot. Yep. So when you press the pit button, it can go Rogue House Robot or the pit goes down. That's cool. Now there's a Fog of War as well. The Fog of War. Yeah. So it would... Yeah. It, it, it will blind turns you. Up yeah. And you can't see what's going on. Exactly. Okay. So you've got that as well. Yeah. I think that's basically all the changes they've made. We'll soon see when it airs. To be fair. Yeah, exactly. In all fairness, I've really enjoyed the look of the arena and the format so far anyway. So not much really needs to change for me. Yeah, you've got the four hazards, spikes, fire, the pit, the big flipper. Mm -hmm. They all do their own thing. They all work really well. Did we come up with a name for the random leany what's going to happen when you press the button thing? Because I can't call it the random leany what's going to happen button pressing thing. A, a switch, a pendulum, a thing, a thing. The random, <laughs> the random, the thing. The randomizer. <laughs> That'll do. We'll call it the randomizer. The I random. don't know. He hits the randomizer. Yeah, we're going with that no matter what they call it. That sounds fine. The randomizer <laughs> button. Yeah. So, what do you think about these changes? Do you think it's for the best? I think Fog of Wars caused a bit of controversy amongst the fans because a lot of people have argued that it will stop the viewer from being able to see what's happening as well. Well, we'll see if they have an answer for that. Exactly. They may yeah, very yeah. well do. The show might be uh, chopped and edited in a way that you don't actually miss any of the action. Or they have some kind of camera that can see through this fog. Well, that would be awesome as well. well like some sort really of like cool. predator vision. All That'd of a be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'd be very, very happy with that. That'd be kind of cool. So what do you think about it being no longer based on a mini league system each episode mm. and instead a more traditional format of tournament winners go through yep i like it and also giving even the losers opportunities to make a comeback i think is quite nice a bit of a better way of having the losers make a comeback before it was based on the league system so someone could lose but they could rack up enough points but you still lose half the show's uh bots at the beginning anyway you lose half the show's bots at the beginning you get a lot of rematches from it as well Yeah. yeah with this there's a lot less of that no one's eliminated straight away. Everyone has a chance to do the head-to-heads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You win your first three-way, you have to do less head-to-heads, so that's a huge advantage. Perfect. If you don't, you can still make it through. Perfect. Top three bots from each um, episode have a chance to be champion. Yeah. So half the bots, instead of half the bots leaving on the first round, now half the bots entering by the end of an episode have a chance to be champion because two robots from each uh, episode are going to go to the giant 10-way melee 
and one will be automatically entered into the grand final as their heat finalist winner. Yeah. Oh, I like the sound of it. I think we'll soon see how well it works in comparison. But I think we're going to have plenty of head-to-heads to sink our teeth into, and each one will be unique. We're not going to see a lot of repeats, <laughs> rematches. We're not going to see a lot of rematches. Let's get into your predictions. I mean, I, one thing I am thinking about is that what if a bot is entitled to come back, but is mullered in such a way that it can no longer compete? Indeed. Seems to at least happen once per season. This opens a lot of window for drama and unpredictability, which is, you know, cool because it's what we want. You know, I don't know. It's it's just, I can't see how, uh, I mean, a lot of the bots in the previous series that went out in the first match went out in a way that they couldn't come back. They got trashed. Can you imagine if Terra Turtle got a second run? <laughs> I mean, it got, it got wrecked. I suppose the ar- one argument could be there is less bots in those, um, Three ways, because it's three ways instead of four ways now. Mm-hmm. So there's potentially less destruction. Okay, true. And you know what? I don't know, because in a sense, you're right. It would be clever for, say, a carbide to try and trash those opponents as much as possible, even if they already know they've won, so that they eliminate mm-hmm. their opponents from the loser brackets before they have a chance to be in the loser bracket. Yeah. I suppose we'll see if it happens. Probably not going to happen in this episode. I don't see too much crazy destruction. Sabretooth probably has the most powerful weapon in this episode in terms of ripping apart power, actual stopping a robot from working power. Yeah. It has that very powerful drum. The rest are things like flippers and axes. Yeah. And Donald Thump's thing. <laughs> Donald Thump's vertical spinner, which is, I reckon it'll be all, all right, but I don't think that's going to be. I don't think we're going to see Donald Thump tear Apollo to pieces. I, I, and, I think. Yeah, you're right. I don't think that Apollo has to be worried about Donald Thump. In fact, let's just jump to the prediction. So we're both in agreement that Apollo's winning the first heat. Here's my predictions for this one. Mm -hmm. I have gone with first place Apollo, Mm -hmm. second place Sabretooth, Mm -hmm. third place, gone a bit wildcard, Apocalypse. Okay. I could honestly see Behemoth or the Swarm being in the first or second position, possibly. Yeah. I mean, sorry, third, second or third, possibly. I could see Sabretooth winning it as well. It's actually a very difficult one to predict, but I'm going safe for number one and two, Apollo and Sabretooth. Number three, I've gone with Apocalypse. I am going to go with something quite similar, but Apollo to win, Behemoth I'm going to put in second. And third? Probably Sabretooth. Okay. And then the rest in whatever order they happen to fall. Now we'll go through everyone else's predictions that they've sent us on Twitter and via email. Now, just to clarify, our little league system will work like this. Mm -hmm. For third place, getting it right, you get a point. For second place, getting it right, you get two points. For first place, getting it right, you get three points. Simple as that. Oh, man, you're going to have to go over that again because I'm so confused. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I could not actually You looked at me as if to say, right, well, I shall start from the beginning again. (laughs) Yeah, yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so let's go over people's predictions. Are you keeping a table, a league, a system? I mean, I've got it all written down. That'll do, probably. Oh, right. Thank you, everyone, for your predictions. To start with, there are quite a few. I'm starting with Hardrada Brad goes with Apollo to win mm-hmm. and Behemoth in second and Apocalypse third, which is similar to me. That is very similar third, to you, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mixed us two up, basically. Mm. Ryan Bratley? Bratley? Don't know. 
at Driveling Moron, we'll go over the nicer name. <laughs> First, Behemoth. Yeah. Second, Sabretooth. Third, Apollo. Third, Darth- Apollo. Mm. Okay, okay. Darth okay. Penguin. Yeah. First, Apollo. Second, Sabretooth. Third, Swarm. Okay. James Holland. First, Apollo. Second, Sabretooth. Third, Behemoth. Almost mine. Miranda Livermore. First, Sabretooth. Second, Apollo. Third, Behemoth. Sabretooth fan. Okay. James Shelton. First, Apollo. Second, Behemoth. Third, Sabretooth. John Ray, first Sabretooth, second Apollo, third Behemoth. Mm-hmm. Daniel Marshall, first Apollo, second Sabretooth, third Behemoth. James Chaostician. I don't think that's his real name. What? Apollo versus Behemoth. Donald Thump in there somewhere. It's a bit of a... Oh, so they're going to... What, well, are we thinking Donald Thump inferred there is what they're implying? Maybe. That's Maybe. a bold prediction and that's mixed it's up very a bit. Bold yeah, yeah. Prediction, yeah. yeah. Ashley Watkinson. First Apollo, second Sabretooth, third The Swarm. The Swarm, okay. Matt Jones, first Apollo, second Sabretooth, third Behemoth. Mm-hmm. Jackie Banks, first Sabretooth, second Donald Thump, third oh. Apollo. And we may have some more. I'll quickly head onto the Twitter, see if anyone else has given us their predictions. Do, 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 the sound that goes through your head when you look at Twitter. Thomas Johnston, first Apollo, second Behemoth, third Sabretooth. And of course, Ukulele Chris. Ah, long-time participant. Goes with first Apollo, mm-hmm. second Behemoth, third Sabretooth. Isn't that exactly the same as me? That's exactly the same as you. You shouldn't ask me if that's the same as you. You should know that. <laughs> yes, but now I've got all these other ideas like going in my head from all now, these random predictions. Every single one mentions Apollo. Okay. All of them. And how many put Apollo in first place, just from your your paper? Including us two, mm-hmm. it's like uh, 11 or 12. There is kind of a pattern here. Most people going with Apollo, I think it is the safe yeah. bet. All the others have made it in here. In some, in yeah. everyone, everyone has been predicted here. I think Behemoth and Behemoth and Sabretooth are They're the, the two most other big ones. reoccurring yeah. other participants. And Donald Thump, Swarm, getting a mention. Apocalypse getting a mention. Yeah, yeah. Based, yeah so if we like turn this yeah. into betting odds, so the top three are Apollo, Sabretooth, and Behemoth. They're the favourites. They're the favourites. They're the favourites of being the top three. Mm-hmm. Pretty safe. But the Swarm, Apocalypse, even Donald Thump, yeah. they all stand a chance. No one's a real throwaway. <sighs> kind of exciting now, isn't it? It's really exciting. Yeah. Can't wait to get into it. It's a new season. Season X. It's here. Season we're watching X. it in exactly five minutes it's currently 7.55 when we're recording alright should we do this let's watch it let's watch the episode Felt new. That was very fresh. That was very fresh. That was minty fresh. Oh, proper minty. Like, you know when you get a mint and you put it in your mouth and you're like, mm, like it's minty. Extreme, like, 
Or you Arctic mean those extra blast. strong mints where yeah. you put them in your mouth and it burns a little bit? The things that fishermen use to... <laughs> whatever fishermen use mints for, I guess. Yeah, you know, like the mints that you like, if you put in like any water or anything, they start bubbling and stuff. Yeah. Like, well, that's a bit... Not the ones that come in wrappers, but the ones that actually come in tins, like proper mints. But not like toothpaste, which where you have it because you've got to have it, but you know your cereal's going to taste terrible afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So you always leave it till like later in the day, but then you forget. And then you're like at lunch and you're like, crap, I still haven't brushed my teeth. teeth. And you're like, oh, no. Yeah. It's like, just do you want your orange juice to taste of minty orange juice, which is horrible? Or do you want bad teeth? And it's a tough decision. It's a tough decision. It's a tough decision. But that was a really good episode, well, I that, felt. That gives you an idea of how fresh that episode was. Beautifully was awesome. fresh. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect level of freshness. A couple of changes to uh, just the way it plays out. The format, I guess. The format was changed. And it wasn't just the way the matches work. It was mm. the whole presentation, you know, what we were getting and when. Everything made sense. Everything flowed in the right way. Everything was in the right order. We weren't getting, mm-hmm. we weren't getting interviews that didn't make sense. It was all happening in between or prior to matches or after matches where it counted. Everything felt very natural. It did, you know, yeah. I, I really liked it. I really, yeah. really liked it. I guess we'll start at the intro, which was the um, that little slow-mo. It's very theatrical, wasn't it? Yeah, that was very theatrical. Yeah, that was yeah. nice. I, That's until the the older palm-muted chords. You say chords, chord. Chord, you're right, palm-muted chord. It is, it is one. <laughs> it is one. It's one palm-muted, like, drop D. Just one bar chord, yeah. And the um the announcer's voice is getting weirder. Not Jonathan's, not any of the presenters, but the guy that says spinner. It's getting to the point where eventually it is just going to be every single type of robot. It will just be Apollo. (laughs) 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 It's starting to just sound almost sarcastic. (laughs) Spinner. Well done for having a spinner. (laughs) It's going to get to the point where it is completely... It's like the person who does that voice is fed up with Robot Wars. (laughs) <laughs> bar spinner <laughs> you're right it is very sarky isn't yeah, it very weird oh you think you got yeah. a bar spinner now <laughs> they got all the controversy out of the way at the beginning as well uh they went straight to ant straight to behemoth straight to <laughs> ant straight to address the controversy best way to do it out of the way done and he's a very done. happy man this whole episode i mean there might be a good reason why by the end yeah. but he, he was a very happy man no, for a very good right. reason he was in um, a great spirit which was nice intro is completely different for each robot we don't get the little part where you see him at the entrance of the arena with the team all waving mm-hmm. and then the like smoke goes into the air and mm-hmm. it go and then it announces them you just sort of get them on a black backdrop yeah. with the robot and that's where it announces them and everyone gets a little promo video now. All of them got yeah. a little thing. So you saw everyone in their garage, you saw everyone put it together, and everyone got a chance. Unlike when it was the eight robots, which meant less time per robot, yeah. because it's still an hour show, and half of them being eliminated straight away, meaning they basically never got a look in. Everyone got a look in, which was nice. And everyone got a chance, which was nice. It made me more invested in each bot. Yeah. Which Every single robot did something. Yeah because they had a chance to do something. Everyone was involved in at least two fights. You know what I noticed? What? How tall is Donald Trump's team captain? Gee, yeah, he looks really tall. Because he was standing next to Dara, and he looked down at him. Yeah, I was like, that's Christ. not an easy feat. No. Dara's <laughs> not for my massive. feet anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, that guy was... like at He least... did it himself. 
He was inches above Dara, for God's yeah. sake. He should just put Donald Thump head on him. Yeah. Over his and head. And gone running in. And run in. Good God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we talk about the first match? Yep. They go straight into the fights because everything interview wise and all that kind of gets integrated into it Mm -hmm. it's all done per fight which is nice because which means it's not five minutes of talking then a fight exactly here are the guys here's the fight our first three-way match saber tooth yep donald thump Mm -hmm. behemoth yes is that how we're going to pronounce it then i go behemoth because that's the way most of the time it gets pronounced by people i do also hear Behemoth, like a year? Behemoth, behemoth. Behemoth is the word. I've only ever known it as behemoth, as the actual word itself. I suppose Ant should get the final show, not really, but I mean... I heard him say behemoth. Oh, I see, see. But you know what? Whatever. Big Bay, he's back. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just a little note, this is the first time we notice it this season and episode. Mm -hmm. We now actually kind of just get to see Dara and Angela watching the fights. Yeah. They've got their own little cam now, and it's just their reactions. And Dara's yeah. excited. Angela is hyped. Um, she is really I'm gonna say I'm going to say the drug's just caffeine, <laughs> but I can't confirm that. She's on a lot of caffeine. She's on a lot of caffeine yeah. and sugar. We'll <laughs> go with that for now. But that is... <laughs> she was very excited, but I'd rather see presenters that are excited to see what's going on in there oh, big rather than... Uh, Rather than Jeremy Clarkson approach, which is make fun of everything that's happening in there. Yeah. In a Saki, I'm better than this way. Well, we only had one series of him. Which the is, worst you know, season. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the, actually at the beginning, these three bots were quite equal. This is a really interesting match to start with, mm. to be honest. So I'd say Behemoth and Sabretooth have the kind of control edge. They're both really well-controlled robots. Yeah. They are obviously both very experienced. Donald Thump is an experienced team. But maybe not with the robot itself. Nope, that's right, yeah. Donald Thump start by doing decent damage. Um, it, it's mentioned a few times, oh, they're not really doing much. But they take a little panel off the side of Sabretooth. Yeah, they do actually give a bit. All three just sort of feel each other out at the beginning. And there's yeah. quite a few interactions. The Floor Flipper sends Behemoth up. Yep. Floor Flipper is going to go on to play quite a big part throughout this episode. Behemoth's main part in this match is being a tank. Yeah. Big tanks time. everything tank all the hits everything looks like it does no damage to bear yeah but from what i can tell it doesn't because we don't see bear moth throughout the entire episode sitting there like well we've got to make a lot of repairs this time around yeah, yeah. it seems to just be a proper brick of a bot thump gets immobilized first thump gets immobilized pretty quickly it seems like when the bar spinner on thump is going it's decently powerful it's mm. nowhere near a carbide no, but it's no. decently powerful yeah but it doesn't seem to be able to have that reliability all that much. No. Goes out pretty quickly. Yep. It's just kind of dead. Sabretooth and Behemoth sort of bashing into each other until mm-hmm. one final big hit, head head on collision. Was it Sabretooth goes straight into Behemoth, bounces off. Behemoth's tankiness is enough to have basically stopped Sabretooth in its track. Sabretooth's mm-hmm. lost drive. Mm-hmm. And so is Behemoth. They both just they both just stopped. So we end up with all three immobilized. Straight to a judge's decision for the first match. And this is where we can say the judges are our same three judges as the previous two seasons. We've got Noel, Lucy, and Sethu. Yep. All three of them there. Same as always. It's nice to have that consistency rather than the older season where 
everyone other than Noel just sort of changed. Like it was just, it was Sharky was the judge and then he had two mates. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> it's finally feeling like there's more, it's more equal. It gets, it gets yeah. less about Noel Sharky show as great as he is. Yeah. We have three equally good judges. Exactly. Nice. And again, worth mentioning house robots, same as ever. We don't have bash back for no. anyone who was wondering. <laughs> Not yet. Probably, probably in the future. I want to say if it keeps getting renewed, for yeah. the foreseeable future, we'll probably see Bash back. But you've got to think, how much would it cost to produce a decent Sergeant Bash? You know, realistically, they're going to have to invest a lot of money to build that. It would need to be different. My idea for Bash is still helipad on top with a flamethrower um, <laughs> drone and the yeah. front and the actual Bash bot itself. Almost no active weapon based around giant speed um, ram bot. But give him a helipad for a little cluster bot. Helipad for his flame bot, and then he is a crazy, just immensely powerful ram bot. Because mm-hmm. he's called Sergeant Bash, so having Bash, yeah, done. I mean, you could put a flamethrower on him. You know, we've established that for starters, you can't have it facing forward because it would just go above most of the robots' heads. Yeah, it'd have it would to be have facing to be, downward. It'd have to be quite a downward, like a dragon, like you know, you'd have yeah. to Game of Thrones it. You'd have to have a neck. <laughs> you'd have to have a neck for stars. Okay, we're going off on one. So. We actually, Dara actually walks into the arena with the teams, yeah, with the teams, the and check on the robots. I know it feels feels dangerous. It feels dangerous, <laughs> but it feels real. Yeah, it like makes a it sport. Seem cool. Yeah, it's yeah. not. We're waiting till all the people can uh, yeah. get all the robots out and go back and do a more heavily produced thing. It feels like what we're going in and see what's happened. Yeah, Let's see. Hopefully nothing blows up. I mean, I'm guessing they must have checked to make sure it was safe I first, think so. before just sending Dara in there. Like, <laughs> go on, go look at these. Dead robots. <laughs> so, Behemoth wins. Is that the right decision? I feel like it was. I yeah, feel like yeah. Sabretooth didn't... Whole episode, that drum really didn't do a lot of damage. Not really. I think they had some issues with it. Didn't do as much as it should have. For what it was, the speed and the weight it is, yeah. didn't do what it should have. Which is a shame, but Behemoth, better controlled, good tanking. Yeah, it felt like Behemoth just... Just inched it out. I, I'd say it is a, a worthy win for Behemoth. Definitely. Definitely a close one. Not, oh, not yeah, saying yeah, it was yeah, a dominant yeah. win, but it was definitely a win for Behemoth. Excellent. And that means that Sabretooth and Donald Thump go into the loser's bracket. I'm calling it the loser's bracket. What have they called it again? They've called it like Robot Redemption or something. It's a loser's bracket. <laughs> loser's of a bracket. That's what it is. Yeah. And there's no shame in that. Yeah, exactly. So that takes us to our next freeway, which is Swarm, Apollo and Apocalypse. Yes, Swarm, yeah. Apollo, and Apocalypse. Really annoying, because for my notes, I usually, you know, shorten down all of the uh, robot names. Apollo and Apocalypse both start A-P-O, not making yeah. it easy for me. So no. just a note for the future. For me, just me on my own, <laughs> make sure that every robot's name is different in every match. Which is name all of the bots after a number. Yeah. Much easier for me. One, two, three, exactly. four. <laughs> Number seven's looking good this year. Not as catchy, I know, but much easier for <laughs> much shorthand. easier for my shorthand notes. I'll have you know. Oh. So the first thing that happens is Apollo just bowling balls right into the swarm. Oh god, yeah, so proper, good. Proper they bowling scattered. Balls. They scatter like cockroaches when you turn the light on. And I'm gonna just make a note here. Every match with the swarm is so hard to cover. Yeah, just take note. We have just watched this. Taking notes on a swarm match is chaotic at best. It's not easy to uh to 
keep track of every single one of them, but we've done the best we can. Apocalypse's axe straight out not working off the bat. Apparently, all his yeah, weapons. That's one a bit bad one of it? the arms seems to be loosely swinging around. Yeah. I don't think that's working. So no, no weaponry on Apocalypse. It's trying to basically be a rambot at this point, which is and a bit of a shame. Apollo takes advantage of this and just sends them flying oh, again and again. Apollo sends everything flying all five of its opponents essentially yeah big time uh apocalypse gets what two or three big flips on it the amount of rotations in the air mm. for Apo- for apocalypse for all of apollo's opponents yeah. so when they land they land real hard the swarm are more desperately staying alive having to just fling around everywhere yeah. running away from apollo because they can't do damage to apollo apollo's strong as hell at one point the pit goes down I did not note down how that happened. I th- I think one of the cluster bots got it. That seemed to be one of the main um, tactics for the swarm, which is clever. Mm. Get the pit down because you got four bots. They've got one. So if they fall in the pit, they're done. If one of your bots falls in the pit, bit of a hurts a bit, but you've still got the other three. That's right. So it's actually a fairly clever little tactic for them. Swarm had a bit of a driving snafu and one of their bots just leapt into the pit yeah one of them just ends up in it's the not pit. even like it's not even like skidding in it is like a straight on drive as if the pit was the but destination on, before that duck oh boy duck took flight duck did take flight <laughs> it proper took flight went into orbit that has to be the highest we've seen anything flipped it was nearly at the ceiling yeah I, as a tall box i was waiting for it to just not come down <laughs> it just goes up and you just don't see it again. the camera angle was great it was cinematic perfection it literally just flew just out of camera shot eventually it's great <laughs> it looks like it went it just went way over the wall possibly bounced off the uh yeah the um blah 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 blah, blah plastic panel where the mm-hmm. uh, where the audience is the audience protective bit so duck mm-hmm. at least didn't kill anyone on its way down but definitely proved why you need a lot of protection in these exactly. arenas. And why the 1994 Robot Wars arena may not have done it <laughs> too Would good. Would not have uh, not been fair right you now. Know, when, no. uh, you know, when you could put your hand out and touch the robots yeah. as they're moving. In fact, for one bot, that was necessary <laughs> to start the weapon up. <laughs> okay, anyway, it comes to no surprise that Apollo wins. Well, yeah, Apocalypse are on fire by the end of it. They've ended yeah. up on the flame pit, being beaten up by everything. How they're on fire, I don't know. I guess it's got just barbecued. Well, didn't Sir Killalot get involved a bit and probably just put them onto the barbecue, left them there? You're right. Uh, the end result, Apocalypse actually shared it with us. They got a bent chassis, which locked the drive, which means they couldn't move, which Ooh, means they were stuck God. on the flame pit, which melted their speed controller. So good. already good. huge amount of repairs for my number three pick, Apocalypse. I was regretting it quite quickly. <laughs> Apollo, superficial damage. I mean, swarm bots did actually get some chunks. Not chunks, just scratches. But still, it looked like it had been attacked by a swarm. You're right. That is actually the best way to look at it. It did look like it had just come out of being swarmed. None like, of it was it, like bits, yeah. little bits of damage, but all over the bot. Exactly. Which is how the swarm works. It sort of wears down the opponent. Apollo ate everything they had. None of it was actual damage that was going to stop Apollo from performing any better in the later uh, fights. But yeah. It definitely looked like it'd been through a war by the end of that fight. So Angela now has a little chat with Sethu about real life Iron Man suits. Yeah. And that whole that whole deal. Yeah. I don't see it becoming the norm very quickly. I don't think it's gonna be the next iPhone. 
no, the Iron no. Su- Man suit out, mate. Oh, and I left it home. It was oh. on charge. <laughs> I was running late, so I took the Iron Man suit. And it, I mean, it's it's just like, it's not really like rocketeering through the air, is it? <laughs> just like slowly hovering. I, yeah. It's progression. It's interesting. It's progression. Yeah, big it's interesting time. stuff. And it's kind of cool that the show tries to bring in modern day technology. Yeah. Just, you know, to be like, you know, because this is what a show's about. It's about getting people into STEM, isn't it's it? Like, so, it's, yeah, it's, it's the yeah. bake-off technique. Every episode of Great British Bake Off has that little bit where they talk about the history of a certain cake or whatever exactly and you skip through it but i won't mention that (laughs) (laughs) not that anyone's going to skip through flying dude flying man is a lot more interesting i will say if he entered into robot wars i'd be a lot more interested exactly will he die certainly but (laughs) sacrifices have to be made yep that is not a safe uh, safe practice but nonetheless so that leads us to so that's our first loser bracket fight that's what Mm -hmm. happens first saber tooth versus apocalypse yeah so we got drum spinner versus axe grabber i was literally gonna say axe grabber yeah axe grabber because it almost sounds like ass grabber because it, do- it does yeah it does so Man, i wish apocalypse had an over-the-top axe so when it came down it sounded like a well it had like you know it has the little um mushroom cloud explosions so yeah, like yeah. A, it, like bits of like gunpowder or firecracker powder over the axe so when it hit it actually just sent tons of smoke into the air. <laughs> that, that would be ridiculous yeah, that'd be cool well their axe is definitely working for this one because they go axe crazy yeah very aggressive with the hammer actually um they get a lot of great hits off to be honest i mean Sabretooth's top panel is actually coming in major handy right now yeah it's it's tanking those hits yeah incredibly and that top panel looks solid as a really solid bit of metal oh, Sabertooth yeah. aren't getting much in terms of hits in but they are definitely the better controlled fast and whizzing about almost a little too fast for their own good they end up in all sorts of places yeah they sort of get a bit of a slide across the uh, arena more or then less the fog of war happens yeah they i think it's Sabertooth rolls the dice and ends up with fog of war going off so fog of war is basically uh what appears to be some guy vapes into the <laughs> arena and it just fills with smoke and well, no one can nice. see anything for a while it might be scented i don't know it would make sense wouldn't it <laughs> what do you well, think of this well i i like variety so it's nice to have another thing on top of the pit and the rogue house spots they did okay covering what happened during the fog of war but saber tooth got flipped mm-hmm um and what else happened during the uh <laughs> during the fog of war it's hard to say really <laughs> yeah. which is kind of the point <laughs> it, they need a fog cam they need yeah. something that can see everything that's happening we need during predator the fog vision war. we need predator vision so Sabretooth has something wedged in the drum once it comes out of the fog of war <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what happened now, there. We couldn't tell you. It's a, is it part of Sabretooth or is it part of Apocalypse? Or, or is it part of the arena? Yeah, is we it don't part know. Of, what is it? I don't I know mean, what it is. But whatever it was, it was wedged in the drum and it had pretty much stopped Sabretooth from having its drum spinner. Its oomph. Yeah, basically. At this point, Apocalypse aren't really moving all that well, though. If you notice... They're kind of shuffling along. Yeah, they seem to. It's almost like they can only move one wheel at a time. It's very slow and plodding. slow and steady. At this point, you're kind of thinking Apocalypse have got this. They're hitting hard. Yeah, the aggression is top notch. Control, eh? But then you know, 
Sabretooth have done had good and bad control throughout the whole bout. Yeah. Haven't been particularly aggressive. Um have more been what's the opposite of aggression? Passive. Yeah, more Actually, passive. that's a really good word. Yeah. yeah. They've been a lot more <laughs> passive. They've been running away. But all it seems to take is one big push. Yeah, but this push. Sabretooth. We're talking one side of the arena to the other. Full pelt push. Apocalypse are sideways, so they've got nothing really to come back with. Straight into the side of the arena. That's what it takes. Bam. Down. In the slow motion replay where they hit, you can see something inside Apocalypse goes. Because it's almost like a a cloud of smoke comes out of it. Literally bludgeoned into the wall. breath of Apocalypse. Gabe was going nuts. Gabe was absolutely mental. He was blood drunk hashtag calm down cave because <laughs> yeah. what what the hell was that man he really wanted that victory and he got it because that was a awesome again. finisher Did yeah was like, i was about to say him. the rest <laughs> of the team were like nah we, we're good we've, we've done won. it <laughs> gabe gabe calm down gabe calm down gabe sit calm down. down gabe sit down gabe <laughs> hashtag sit down gabe <laughs> sit down gabe uh. <laughs> he's allowed to be back in the robot as a reader but only if he stays sitting on a chair he sits down <laughs> stays calm just gives advice from the sidelines not banging and foaming at the mouth so sabertooth win uh close match again actually yeah in terms of, of if apocalypse could have kept control if they had a better drive and they had better control mm. i reckon they could have taken that but they didn't. They weren't ready for Sabretooth's pushing power. No. That kind of did that. So there you go. That did. That brings us to our next loser bracket. Donald Thump versus The Swarm. We could see this come true <laughs> in real life if they decide to riot on Trump. I said Donald Trump instead of Thump, didn't I? I'm, not, did. I'm not even sure. Ah, see? This <laughs> is how it happens. This is how it happens. Yeah. Before we know it, this is a real We're going to soundbite that and send it to his Twitter. Oh my I, god, if he sees this, imagine what's going to happen. I don't know what he'd think. He would be, Robot Wars tries to mock my presidency, sad. <laughs> <laughs> Starts a war with the UK. Actually, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Donald Trump doesn't even have a weapon. Nope, looks like their weapon was just killed last fight. That's yeah. It. End of the road. They probably would have had a really good chance this match as yeah, well. Yeah, they'd have they been swatting it. them away yeah. if it was working. And it was a fairly decent bar spinner so it okay. really would have been uppercutting them left and right but unfortunately one of the first things that happens is donald fump loses half his face to, to blender of all people blender <laughs> just his face blended up it's an accident i could see happening oh it's so good the pit buttons pressed very quickly rogue by kill a lot someone yeah rogue sir kill a lot he comes out <laughs> they Donald loses the other face panel. Yeah, He's Donald got no face. Loses his face. His <laughs> face falls off oh, as no. a swarm of robots surround him. Duck actually manages to lift it quite a bit. The flipper does its does a little flip. Doesn't oh, yeah. get it all the way up. I can't tell if there's some sort of poetry in Donald Fump loses face. <laughs> there is. There is. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have it. I don't have it, but there's definitely a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, Swarm, the Swarm's so insane. It's actually attacking itself by accident. Yeah, exactly, because it's just so chaotic. But the spinner accidentally hits its own pots it, a few it, times. It's great to hear them uh, when it cuts to the uh, roboteers, and you can hear them trying to communicate with each other. Oh, the like, tactic talk advice. is amazing, yeah, isn't it? It's really good. And we actually see why uh, cluster bots do work. 
you know, not often. It's you a very need, risky choice, but... You need good coordination, a good variation of bots. Yep. To, though, to be honest, I think four blenders would have just been enough. Oh, they, if they come back, it's got to be four, four blenders. Four yeah. blenders would have just done it, I reckon. I reckon just... two blenders and two wedges. Yeah, I reckon that's good yeah, enough. Because yeah. I think the wedges are good for winding Wedging. winding them up. <laughs> Donald Trump just sort of is slowly dies. You just called him Trump again. It's Fump, man. Donald Donald Thump just sort of slowly dies. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it just sort of winds down. And the swarm have done what makes sense. They They wore him down. Exactly what was said on yeah. the tin. Kept bashing and lots bashing and lots of tiny hits until Thump slowly yeah. just stopped. Hundreds of tiny hits is just as good as one big hit. It's slower, but it does work. It did the job. But that's the end of Donald Thump. That's the end of Donald Thump. That's quite sad because it was the only satire bot in the competition in certainly this heat. And I don't know, it just brought a sense of character to the episode. Do you know what I mean? It was a very, very strong character. I'd like for um the guy behind it, because he's a, was it, medical student? Yeah, yeah. I want him to make a giant syringe bot next. What, I just play up to his doctor personality? And what he could have, it could be a giant syringe. And, and because they're allowed entanglement weapons, have a big red rope in the syringe, and it'll go shh, and red rope will fling out. <laughs> yeah that'd be good and then of course it'll have a spike as well because it's a syringe not the first doctor we've had on the show no it's not no do you remember the uh was he a cardiac surgeon i do now that you mention it there you yeah. go. and he had that uh spinner that full bodied spinner they can team up make one one syringe weapon and the other one a scalpel sure why not and there you go they could be uh they could be a cluster bot and then just put, like, Donald Trump hats on them. <laughs> Does Donald Trump hats on them? Why Donald not? Donald Trump hats on them. Well, that's the end of Donald Trump, and we can move on. Swarm through. Swarm of a win, which is nice to see a cluster bot get a really dominant win. Just prove that it works, because yeah. they usually they just get thrown around like tiny little beanbags. But these ones actually, I literally could not think of a single thing. Hacky sacks, is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? All I know is it's really annoying to cover a swarm match because I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, if we have to, if we have to, when we talk about swarm again, we're just going to have to find a shorter way to just say swarm go everywhere. Swarm, Swarm go everywhere. Stuff happens, then there's a winner. They do do a cool thing when they do three, two, one, activate one of Swarm's team just goes, scatter. And they just... <laughs> and they scatter. It's great. They are literally on three, two, one scatter. That brings us to... First of the semi-finals for the episode. Mm-hmm. Apollo versus Sabretooth. Yeah. Shall I mention Sabretooth's weird battle standard banner? Which yeah, appears to be that. a t-shirt on a stick. T-shirt on a stick, but it looks kind of cool the way they come marching yeah, with it. Marching yeah, because marching in yeah. with it. They should all be required to have a battle standard that they come in with. Oh, that'd be so cool, actually, if they were given a flag. Everyone got given a little yeah, flag. Yeah, that'd be nice. Mm. Yeah, Apollo, straight in. Early flip. Sends them flying straight into a CPZ. Yep, into Sir Killalot, I think it was. Um, Sabretooth, proper into the control. Mm-hmm. I think the problem Sabretooth have is Apollo, are probably the, well, one of the two bots, I'd say, that just outdo them, would outdo them on control in this exactly, episode. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Sabretooth are very much on the defence. Yeah, Apollo, really, really, really high 
aggression in terms of going for flips. Um, they almost get uh, Sabretooth out of the arena. They do mm-hmm. miss. We get the Rogue House robot. Mm-hmm. Dead Metal eats Sabretooth for a little while. Yep. Dead Metal gets good showing this episode, actually. And that yeah. saw is stronger than people think. It makes a nice... Yeah sparks anyway so. very unnerving when dead metal's arms start to come around it's very solid and slow yeah and very it's, sure of itself yeah it doesn't just click in place it just very slowly hugs them to death it's really unnerving it's like an insect isn't exactly it? Where yeah the yeah. little mandible they just exactly. grab you and there's no just... rush to it it's just like i've got you now nothing but dreams now i know and they, then just they, slowly kills them they relate it's like a lobster or something but i think of it more as a praying mantis the claws just get you and yeah, then it the way just they come down exactly alive yeah, yeah. you can't do anything about it god and then, obviously, like, eventually that leads to probably the best flip of the night, really. We get one flip that kills the drum, mm-hmm. another flip into dead metal, and then as Sabretooth are trying to be clever and weave around, mm-hmm. Apollo just wait for that right moment. Patience. Mm-hmm. Straight in, as Sabretooth are moving, flip out of the arena, done. Flips them straight into the Shadow Realm. So that is an Apollo victory. And we got a proper uh, highlight reel from Apollo there. Yeah, it was a dominant, dominant victory by Apollo. They have reason to be confident right here. Very economic with their flips as well. I don't know whether that's like to keep track of the gas or that they're very well aware that when they flip, they're exposed. When they flip, they're exposed. When they flip, they use gas. They know their flips are strong here. They don't need to go over the top. Plus, when they flip and they miss, they flip themselves over. That's right. It might just be baiting the other robots as well. You've got to think about it. People might Mm. think... Oh, oh, baby, they can't flip anymore. Oh, I'll yeah. go for it. Oh, no, oh, no, you can, can, and yeah. I'm dead. So it kind of works all right. Very cool. And that brings us to our next one. Yep, Apollo through to the final of the episode, but now it's Behemoth versus the Swarm. We essentially get a little promo package about how Robot Wars is Ant's life at this point. He's been yeah. doing it for nearly 20 years. Which kind of explains why he got so upset last series. When you've been building one robot for that long. And you had a proper chance, a proper good chance. And then your mates went, oh, why don't we just use the really crap one? <laughs> the really crap front. And yeah, he's that's like, a good idea. No, let's just play it safe and win. <laughs> I'm sure it's all, it's all good in retrospect. But now here they are mm-hmm. and they're ready. This is actually the, the match where we hear swarms scatter. Scatter. <laughs> so cool. I just wish... They could do something like um, the Megazord. And well, they, the, they could combine into something insane. <laughs> they should have tried that. that <laughs> I, I think it would be so complicated. Yeah. It would be such a ridiculous mess, and I'd love to see it. <laughs> if only, so they all combine, and they get flipped by someone, and as they're in the air, they all, they all, all disjoin yeah. and spread out. And, sp- and scatter again. And scatter again. <laughs> oh, man. Man, Blender. What the hell? Blender had one hell of a hit off. Yeah, but it's just a shame Behemoth are a lot more powerful than yeah. Donald Trump and Donald Thump's <laughs> face. It's going to happen a lot. Oh, yes. Lucky, lucky they're gone already. Behemoth's big um, tactic is really just trying to overpower everyone, which yeah. is the right move. Mm. Big power plays. Blender, I, I thought Blender took itself out at first because it seemed to stop, but then it got. Kind of it came back, back again, again, didn't it? Yeah, it was a bit Pinsa odd. Pinsa goes up in smoke very early. Yeah. And then comes back again and then ends up in smoke later on yeah. dead. So God knows what's going on inside Pinsa. Yeah. Especially that's re- resulting in it smoking 
Yeah. Like, what are those pincers made of? Bayamoth sends one out into the Shadow Zone as well. Bayamoth does almost get completely destroyed by Matilda. Yeah, Matilda's... what was that? Matilda just sort of swatted Bayamoth away. It was just like, get out. With the tail, it just... Yeah. Ooh, a power play by Matilda there. Yeah, just... as if to say, just remember. <laughs> remember, house robots are more powerful yeah. than everyone else by a long shot. When you think about how much, how many hits Bayamoth's taken, good hits... Yeah. ...does not slow down. Does not run out of steam. Just tanks every hit. That's almost Bamos' trick. You know the yeah, episode basically. of The Simpsons where they realise that Homer's a good boxer because he can keep getting punched in the face and not go down? It's basically what Bamos is now. <laughs> he can just take every hit and just keeps going. <laughs> Come on, that hit from Matilda would have knocked any other bot out. Uh, m- most robots. But Bamos literally just gets back up. Yeah. Like you mentioned, one goes out of the arena... Duck gets trapped by Sir Kill a lot. Yep. Behemoth are just destroying Pincer, who are now on fire. Yep. Somehow. That's Blender's it. just yeah. stopped. Yep. Behemoth done it. That's four for four. Yep. And Duck just gets taken by Sir Kill a lot and roasted. Some... Cue just a stream of crispy duck jokes on Twitter. Yep. There yep. were a few I saw. Oh, yeah. So that's it. Behemoth. Dominant victory. Yeah, big time. Toyed with them, but similar to how Apollo did, to be honest. Yeah. Toyed with the swarm. The Swarm were out, but good good showing by the Swarm. I enjoyed yeah. it. Well, they're not out yet. They're in... Oh, they get one more match. Sabretooth and the Swarm are so, now fighting for third place. Is this to enter the 10-man rumble then, this yeah. point? Second and third yeah. place of every heat go in the 10-man rumble. So, so the runner-up and the that. third place. So okay. Two fight for it, and then whoever the runner-up is as well. That makes sense. So Sabretooth and Swarm with their <laughs> final uh, chance. This is what I was kind of looking forward to. Sabretooth's drum against lots of tiny things it's it's like perfect lineup i would have loved to have seen something like aftershock facing the swarm oh god could you imagine i just send him flying aftershock will just have to stay still and wait as all of the swarm just slowly walk into it and die beautiful it'd be like moths around it yeah just <laughs> constantly flame. batting away and then coming back again and sure enough the drum is just swatting them yeah drums at full force they're just yeah. coming up to Sabretooth. And then promptly disappearing. Batting them It's like away. a magic trick. Yeah. They're going very, very quickly. Um, Let's talk about the malfunction. It's so random as well. Yeah. Just suddenly, the floor spikes home planet obviously needs them, and they just <laughs> and they just go. They just went right up. Can you imagine if that's what the floor spikes always did? <laughs> they always <laughs> they were projectiles. Lord, they were projectiles. They just went. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. I'd find that quite cool. They only have one use per <laughs> per match, per and they match, just reset so. them. Yeah, they just come shooting out, like proper. <laughs> it's so weird to look at. I think the the thing was as well, it was because, I think, was it one of the swarm was like near the spikes yeah. or something and they came out? It wasn't like anyone was proper on the spikes. Exactly. So it was, you were just watching Sabretooth casually swat yeah. away the swarm and suddenly these two spikes just launch into the air <laughs> and land next to it. And like, what is going on? It's brilliant. <laughs> the arena is collapsing around them. Turns out the spikes just had a bit too much pressure, and yeah, that's all that happened. Yeah, they totally overpowered them, basically. <laughs> yeah. Too much pressure. Got a shot open, got a shot out. Comedic moment <laughs> ensues. Fix it later. Try to try to make sure that doesn't happen. Whilst, like, do you remember when they'd um, the intros of the past two seasons where Dara would walk out and go, "This is the arena. There's fire. Oh, point God. and fire would happen. There's the imagine? spikes. Boom, shoots up and they. <laughs> 
<laughs> Straight for his foot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come up, land on him. So at least it didn't happen while someone was there. But who knew? I, th- <laughs> I would have thought there was something like keeping them in. I guess there is something keeping no, them in place. The yeah, pressure, just the pressure around. They just, I don't know. You just got to balance it, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you would have thought there would have been a panel underneath or something. I would that have, held yeah, them in place, I, but, I always assumed yeah. that the shape of the spike itself would have been almost like a screw. So underneath there was a head. Mm. So it wouldn't have been able to... Turns out, no, they're, they're literally... They're probably just not practical, yeah. No. So. They're stakes, basically. They're big metal stakes. They're big metal stakes, and they can fly if need be. They really did. One of the swarm pushes another swarm member mm. onto the floor flipper to fri- self-right so themselves. So that the floor flipper would Very self-right clever. them. Really cool. In fact, how powerful is the floor flipper in this... Se- did they just overpower the entire arena at this point? Because the floor flipper it. just sent... Everything into the air. Oh god! Point. If the floor flipper ends up doing what the spikes did, which goes flying off, <laughs> the, the whole panel just launches across the Would arena. Would not surprise me. <laughs> Dead metal ends up taking Blender out. Dead metal's getting a good look him. Dead metal's really eating up these little bots. Like yeah. it's no problem. Like you know, like he's a praying mantis. Yep. Like you say, just sort of eating these little flies, like a spider, maybe. Like a spider, maybe. Yeah. Like a like yeah. a maybe spider. Like a maybe spider. If only it had a web in its corner. Oh, for Halloween, they're really missing a trick, aren't they? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, it's Halloween next week. Oh, yeah. Well, Sabretooth win. I mean, it was ne- the Swarm didn't really stand a chance, so nope. it was Sabretooth that win. Pretty easily, Sabretooth are into the 10-bot rumble. Our first entry into 10-bot rumble. Really struggle to predict who wins a 10-bot rumble. It's, I'm not even going to try and call it. When we watch it, I'm just going to wait until it's over. Although, based on this next match, I reckon I have a good idea who's going to perform quite well. We're into the final match of the Here episode. Who will win Heat A and go through to the grand finals? It's Behemoth versus Apollo. Flipper versus Flipper. Very dominant, the Flippers, this episode. Mainly because, I suppose... The most damage we saw done by a spinner, other than maybe Sabretooth swatting the swarm mm. out, was by the swarmer's blender. Yeah. On Donald Thump. That was a good spinner. I mean, it took out Donald Thump's face. It did. So it totally defaced. Like I say, there wasn't a truly strong spinner in this episode. Sabretooth's drum should have been. It just didn't seem yeah. to be completely up to scratch. Donald Thump lost it very quickly. Apocalypse's axe was... I don't know, it didn't really match the name of the robot, let's say that much at oh, least. Big time. And the swarm the swarm had the best one, which was only a little one. The well, only little day. one could only do so much. It's all about the flippers. This was a flipper episode, and that leaves us with Apollo and Bamoff. Having a when flip they're coming off. out to the arena, there's people everywhere. Oh, Logistic funny. nightmare, really. <laughs> Everyone's just there's like got people hanging from the rafters watching <laughs> robot wars. <laughs> Veterans versus disgraced former champions. Yeah. At least uh, fallen former champions. A nice history to this match. Yeah. Both very cautious at the start. Neither one of them are doing their usual run in to yeah. kill the other. They're both like, aware of how dangerous each other is. Yeah. Apollo probably a little overconfident coming into this. If you remember rightly, a couple of matches ago, they were like, right, I think there's there's no one who can really threaten us too much. Like Behemoth, yeah. they're not... And then they got like, a bit confident. They're not going to cause any damage yeah. to us. Well... They were a little conf- overconfident, but I don't think the confidence overconfidence doesn't show in the match. Though they are cautious to start, and this is one of the best flipper matches I think I've ever seen. Apollo gets the first one, yep. and the second, so that's a good start for Apollo. Behemoth are a little on the run to start with. We see that the spikes are working just fine. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody backstage got a, a slap on the wrist for that one. Yeah, it's Bayoff makes a little comeback. 
starts to edge in. It's really back and forth. These are very even bots in different ways. Behemoth get one big flip and... Once they do the flip, immediately they're launching forward to push Apollo yeah. as well. They're trying to get him out of the arena or something. It was a really edge-of-your-seat moment. Behemoth were going for the win immediately. They wanted a knockout as soon as they could. But they were inches from nearly getting chucked out of the arena at one point. Very, yeah, and almost immediately afterwards, Apollo mm. goes straight for Behemoth. Inches, well, maybe a couple of feet in terms of yeah. the size scale of these robots, yeah. but just outside of that window Mm. where the out of the arena is Mm. that could have been the end for behemoth so quickly at one point they can't see because they're at the edge of the arena and this is probably something we should take into account right now dave from apollo is literally on his tiptoes leaning forward shouting advice on what to do because they cannot see either have the little box there in protrude a little bit so the window goes curves around to the side so they can see everything or just give them a monitor in there so yeah. they can see from another angle anyway, Would just make in case. a lot more sense, yeah. If they've both got them. It's fair if they've both got the monitor there yeah. showing what's going on. Then it's fair. Then yeah. there you go. I suppose in this case, it's at least fair in that neither of them can see because they're both in the same part of the arena. Big flip onto Apollo by Behemoth. This is where Behemoth really starts to take the match mm-hmm. about three quarters of the way through. One big flip. Then they're on the flame pit, and this is the part where you're sitting there thinking, Behemoth could do this. Behemoth could yeah. knock them out. It's yeah. starting to feel like Apollo can't work. Yeah. Every time they prove they can, it's so close. At some point, apparently, the pit got released. I didn't even catch that. But there was a big scuffle in that side of the arena. Yeah, yeah, so somebody probably accidentally nudged it. Pit goes down. Ooh, such a shock ending. I know. Behemoth, they get sort of a, almost a little flip off. And then Apollo skid mm. straight into the pit and Behemoth beat 2016 champions Apollo and go through to the grand final. So let's theorize they hit the button and it's not the pit. Say it's the Foggle War, for example. Do Apollo manage to fight back if it went to points? I that? don't know how much time was left. If there was no pit, I don't know. I feel like... Because Apollo was still working in the pit. They were using their flipper as if to almost prove the point that they were still active. Doesn't matter. You're in the pit, you're out. No, exactly. If the pit hadn't gone down, they went skidding across the arena. They turn around, come back. The points-wise, it was kind of even. It was very, very close. It could have gone either way. I'd almost favor favor Behemoth because of like getting on the flame pit, getting Apollo into... Was it circular a lot a little bit at least? One yeah, the... they got into the corner and they had a bit of a scuffle in the CPZ, but it's, oh, it's that's very it difficult. Very they were tough. both aggressive. Yeah. They neither of them took crazy amounts of damage because they were flipping each other. More yeah. than anything, and both of them are built to be flipped about because they flip themselves about. Yeah. Control. They were both great. They both had real near misses and yeah. that whole deal. That would have been one of the hardest fights to call. Yeah. If Apollo didn't get pit and it went to say a judge's decision, like you said, they skid back. They skid round, they go straight for Behemoth. Either one of them could have got the flip off there. Exactly. We but, don't know what condition Behemoth might have been in after that interaction, because that was a huge scuffle yeah. in the corner there with the house spot as well. Uh, it, it, uh, maybe there was, I'd say there was at least 20% luck involved. 80% Behemoth pit. They skidded exactly where the pit was, and the pit happened to have gone down at some point. Insane. And to finish with a former champion being pitted. What a way to end a heat. Pitted by the long-reigning veterans of Robot Wars. The staple of Robot Wars in yeah. Behemoth. Like the... 
what a the time wide to shine. Old machine yeah. beats the young uh, former champs. And like you say, what an epic story Behemoth's had at this point. You yeah, know? And this is a proper odyssey. This is a yeah. Behemoth of the Mark Henry of Robot <laughs> Wars. They've been there forever, ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. On the card, in all like they've got far, they've ended up being jobbed out. Yeah, and now they're a heat winner. This is this is this is their 2011 Mark Henry. They yeah. beat they beat the champs. Yeah, welcome to the Hall of Pain, <laughs> cynics and doubters. Beware, this is it. <laughs> this is it. They're putting the rest of the roster on notice at this point. <laughs> they are. Ah, oh, it was so good, and it was nice to see them get that win, especially after last series. That fight alone was a near five star fight. Oh, easily. That yeah, was one yeah. of the best flipper versus flipper fights I think I've ever seen. It was so close, so tense. They were so evenly matched and they were both giving it 110%. And it just, I don't know, that, that twist shock ending. Could not see it coming. Behemoth win their first heat for 19 years. What a story. 19 years. They finally, finally won another heat. Season two, which we're currently reviewing, was the mm. last time they won a heat. It's crazy I think, enough. I think it is, yeah crazy story let's see how far they end up getting they are now going to be a seeded competitor they're going to be in the top six yeah behemoth made it to the top yeah six they win another couple of matches they could be top they could be in the grand final they could be in the final match they're not a bad robot (laughs) by any stretch of the imagination heck if they end up pitting carbide or something yeah Yeah. could you imagine the thing is anything can happen Behemoth could be our champs this year. Yeah. That is a very... It is a strong possibility. That would be such a good story as well. It would be a fantastic story. Because they've never been the champs and they've been there for the longest. Anything can literally happen. If you told me Behemoth were going to pit Apollo, I'd have been like, what? So overall, the episode itself, we've got the new presentation. Let's talk about some of the graphical work on the screen some little um profile images of the team captains yeah, with their robots with their robots i think that's cool because i think the team are as important as the, the robot, robot you know? exactly and it really gave some personality seeing two guys you know in their little pose so and so versus so and so and they're there it was a very ufc thing to do very wasn't it? ufc yeah. very boxing very, very wwe yeah especially back when wwe did it where they had the little animation of them like flexing up as they were like, getting ready for the up, match they, like, yeah. rubbing their fingers together yeah they point at the camera or something because they yeah. had a little bit of that in there as well which yeah. I, <laughs> I thought that was great it really gave it gave a lot of personality to the robots and showcased the team and the yeah, team captain yeah. you don't think you don't get much of a team captain feel from the, any of the rest of the seasons no but this one this there team was captains right there they're the, they're the face of the robot yeah. Ant and dave face to face with their bots it felt very you know sports almost you it know did. it felt like a bit it was a big fight and a yeah. big fight feel to yeah. that a lot of fights was there a bad fight this this episode no there wasn't there was really there wasn't even a slightly bad fight even I mean, like even Donald Trump versus Swarm, which should have been the worst fight, still actually surprised me and really had a lot of moments that were you know, you know Donald Trump's face falling off being moment of the night almost. Yeah, that was really entertaining. Yeah, this was a fantastic debut episode for season um, three, part two slash ten slash twenty seventeen <laughs> two season X. I'm going with season X. I'm bringing X back. Yeah, I think we should call it Season X. <laughs> I think that's perfect. Robot yeah. Wars X. <laughs> I think that makes it sound way more badass. Yeah. Okay, so how many Angelas do you give this out of five? Mm. 
I'm going to give it four and a half. I think this is one of the best debut episodes yeah. of a season ever. I say so. Four and four and a half. Yeah, I'll go four and a half. I think it had a bit of everything. I do. I think. I think we could finally get our elusive five star episode. Five star episode out of this season. Now you think to get a five star episode, it's got to be half a star better than what we just saw. Look at the lineup for next week and tell me that's not exactly what you see. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath. It's going to be great. Oh, we're getting to see Carbide next week and Aftershock and yeah. Eruption and Gabriel 2 and two others. <laughs> which, <I've, laughs> two others. <laughs> which currently escaped me. I apologise. But, but everyone surprises us. Exactly. I don't know everyone who's going to win next week. Me. Carbide's in next week and I don't know who's going to win. That's a strange thought, isn't it's it? scary. And let me just take a look. So it was, what, Behemoth first, mm-hmm. Apollo second, mm-hmm. um, Sabretooth third. Let's see, did anyone actually get that? Um, so I got no points. What was your prediction again? I went Apollo, Behemoth, Sabretooth. You get one point because you're Sabretooth. You. So you're currently sitting at a point. Um, let's have a look here. Do, 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 Did do, anyone do. actually win? Anyone get all of it? The closest, Ryan Bratley, went Behemoth as the winner. Oh, yeah, see. But Sabretooth second, Apollo third. So he came the closest. He actually predicted the winner, right? Although some other people may have ended up with three points otherwise. Trying to have a look. Well, we'll add up, we'll tally everyone up, and we'll let you guys know next episode who is currently winning in the Robot Wars Activate Prediction series. I was that just call it rolls the, off the tongue. The Activate Invitational. Activate Invitational people. works way better, <laughs> even though no one's invited to anything. And there is no prize because, no doubt, someone's going to cheat who's been there or knows the results have been spoiled. Yeah. So. Maybe one day we'll have a prize for something. Maybe one of these books, you know. Yeah. That'd be cool, but Random not merch. for this, because it can be cheated on. Yeah. So tough luck there. You get bragging rights. Maybe we'll print a certificate off. <laughs> <laughs> the Activate Invitational Certificate. Well done. Gold well, star. <laughs> well done. Gold star. But yeah, well done to Ryan Bratley for at least predicting the winner correctly. The only one who predicted. Double checking again. Yep, the only person who predicted Behemoth to win. Isn't that a weird for everyone? Everyone went Apollo, and there were two or three Sabretooths, just one Behemoth winner. And yet here we are. You're sitting equal with Ukulele Chris at the moment at oh, the one point. Long term rivalry there. And there's no points now for be um, for guessing the correct final bout. So everyone who was guessing oh Apollo and Behemoth as the final bout, there's no points for that anymore because of the format change. It's now about first, second, third place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three points first, two points for second, one point for third. We've had a hell of a uh, hell of a night getting back into the swing of things. I have to try and remember how to wrap up the show now. Oh God, yeah, been a while since I've done that. Um, let's see. You can find us on Twitter at podcast activate because at activate podcast was already taken and we're not bitter about that at all you can email us at activate no it's not at activate podcast is it it's just activate podcast at gmail.com that's correct see a bit rusty oh uh, you mean the robot 
So email us, tweet us your predictions for next week. Yeah, we want your predictions yeah. ASAP. Give us all your predictions yeah. so you can get onto the league table. It's all to play for since Behemoth completely threw everyone's predictions out the window. Exactly. No one got yeah. all three right. No one got a full sweep. You can join in late and you can still win it. Easily. No one got a full house here. No one no. got the full six points. So... I'm still sitting at zero. So is most <laughs> everyone else. You're only at one. Same with you, Clearly, Chris. I mean, it's it, this is going to be a crazy s- series. I don't know what to predict next episode now. But man, what a blast. What a blast. I can't wait for next week. Neither can I. Well, we're going to have to. It's a week away. I know. It's really annoying, isn't it? I hate that. I hate the way time works. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you all next week. 